Welcome to the Bubble Lounge. This is Martha Jackson. And I'm Nellie Shudo. Nellie, there's something that a lot of people don't know about you. And Uh-oh. that is, <laughs> that is that you were on The Real Housewives of Dallas. Well, I'm not, I was not a housewife, but I was just a friend last season. And then I, I went through the whole interview process. Oh, wow. Which was very interesting. I bet. You know, and I'm a little worried that I didn't get it because I know I didn't get it. But I mean, I'm a little worried I didn't get it because I don't have fake eyelashes. <laughs> or a fake personality. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, it's actually like a fun romp. How do I explain it? Like last, and, and this, I just did one of the episodes uh, for D'Angelo's 50th birthday. Uh-huh. It's kind of a fun thing because it's like a melting pot of all these people, all different kinds of people from the neighborhood. Right. And I just find it really fun. I bet you met some great people. And I would almost think that it was kind of like, being a grandmother, like you don't have the, <laughs> you, well, <laughs> or or an aunt. It's you, just like being a grandma. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I mean, let me backtrack on that. <laughs> what I mean is, you get to have the fun with the kids, but not necessarily the responsibility of taking care of. Them. So you didn't have the direct stress of being on the show every single week and creating the drama. That's, That's what I meant. That's <laughs> true. That's true. And speaking of that, we have. One of the original Real Housewives on our show today, Tiffany Hentra. Yes, Tiffany was on season one, and I absolutely loved Tiffany. I started watching because it was in Dallas, and I felt like I should since it was in our town. And I just really liked her a lot. She was very down to earth. She loved music as much as I do. She's married to a musician. So I started following her on social media. And I really liked her. Obviously, you've worked with her? Yes, I okay. have. Um, I've gone to a couple of her classes, and we've actually kind of become friends. So when we get back, we're going to have Tiffany Hendra on the show. So stay tuned. We'll be right back after the short break. If you're a fan of the Bubble Lounge, then we have a very special offer for you. Send us a text message to 313131 with the word bubble and join our exclusive community of Park City's moms. Every week we send you a link to the latest episode of the show. But that's not all. If you send a text right now, we will also send you a link to our private online membership website. Our membership site contains tons of helpful recommendations for women in the park cities. So whether you want to find something interesting for the kids, get recommendations for the best services, or just hang out online with other moms like you, our membership site is the perfect place. And best of all, it is free to join. So take out your phone and send a text to 313131 with the keyword bubble, that's B-U-B-B-L-E, and join us and your neighbors in the Bubble Lounge. Welcome back from the break, and very excited about our guest today. Martha, tell us a little bit about our special guest star today. Well, we have Tiffany Hendra here today, and she's a TV personality, an empowerment and media coach, and overall badass woman. <laughs> we just love her. Welcome to the Bubble Lounge, Tiffany. Well, I received that. What a great introduction. So good to be here. You gave, you ladies are so gorgeous, I just have to say. This is my <laughs> jam right here. Thank you. you. We'll back at you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, your passion is true. Truly to help women, to help empower them, help them gain clarity, help them figure out what they want out of life. Tell us about that. I think we get so busy just with the static of social media, what our friends are doing, what the ladies at church are doing, and, you know, in the bubble, mm-hmm. you know, no matter yes. what, where you live. I lived in L.A. for 16 years. Everyone's in the hustle. Nellie, you know, yes. you know, it's the hustle and just auditions. No matter where you are, just your mind can get so congested. And you're like, okay, what's the next step? I don't know. You second guess yourself. So really all I do is pose questions to women and kind of help them clear the clutter, Mm -hmm. get focused on what they really want, 
and then go from there and just help them step out of their comfort zone because it's so easy, right? When you're, when you're like, I don't know what to do next. I don't, I, I don't know what I'm really great at. What's the next step for me in this new chapter of life? Right. And it just helps to have someone kind of mirror back to you and say, oh yeah, those are my strengths. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, you know? that's actually exactly how I met Tiffany is because I was at a place where I literally didn't know what I wanted to do. I had all these ideas flowing around in my head and I couldn't sort through them and figure it out. So I hired Tiffany Mm -hmm. to do her vision board seminar. So picture this, like you have all these ideas in your head as crumpled pieces of paper around Mm -hmm. the table. And you're like, I need to find the one that is my calling and that special thing that I'm meant to do. And she literally helped me sift through all those crumpled pieces of paper. And she's like, that's the one that lights you up right there. That's what you need to pursue. Mm -hmm. I love it because it's almost like those people who come to your house and organize everything in your house and get rid of the clutter. I'm the Marie Kondo of your brain and your spirit. (laughs) Let's spark some joy. Yes. No, and I'm obsessed. Mm -hmm. I know we're all talking about Marie Kondo, but it's it's a huge idea idea, right? Mm -hmm. In all areas of our life, not just in our drawers or our cabinets, but like in life, finding what sparks joy, clearing the clutter so that you can have the space to breathe and explore it. Yeah. And I couldn't agree more. I'm I'm a very anti-clutter person, both (laughs) in my home and in my brain. You know, when I get stressed out, I have Mm -hmm. to like go to a quiet space by myself, look at a magazine, something that just really turns my brain off a little bit. Yes, It's usually pretty pictures. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It sounds like a child, but it's just pretty pictures. No, but it is. (laughs) For me, it's power walking. Mm-hmm. If I go too long without a walk, and in LA, it was Runyon Canyon. So that's when Runyon I get the Canyon. space. That's when mm-hmm. I can breathe. Yes. And yeah, and that was a beautiful experience with you. That's what I'm so excited about today because it gives me chills and a little like choke, I choke up because we're actually here doing it. Mm-hmm. And you were like, you know, I'm thinking about this podcast and people come to me for advice, you know, all the women that live in this community. Uh-huh. And I love sharing different places to go and all of this. So, and here we are. I know. Do you and know here we are. love about it and what I love about you just having met you is that there's such a positive spin on all of it instead of going to therapy and saying oh my, my this is not it. instead it's like how are we going to take this and make it work for you yes and, and, and I think that's where yeah. women get overwhelmed when they're mm-hmm. alone in their thoughts I mean I don't know about y'all but I can get crazy in my own thoughts yeah, so for sure. having someone that is a trusted partner I have coaching partnerships mm-hmm. with women we are teaming up to find some solutions, clear the clutter, and again, manifest what this idea was, you know, thoughts become things, and here we are. Well, and I'm fascinated by the fact that, having read about you, that you hit rock bottom Mm -hmm. and then turned everything around. Tell us about that. I feel like such great inspiration sometimes comes from out of the ashes. Oh, the greatest pain. I Mm -hmm. I firmly believe it, and I'm I'm living my purpose, and, and truly on a spiritual level, being able to, you know, it could take us down. And sometimes I think I should be dead in a Hollywood Hills bathroom. I should be dead in one sunset at, mm-hmm. a, at a club. But I wasn't. I was meant for more. And to use all of that pain and experience, when I hit rock bottom, it was at that point where it was like, God was like, girl, I'm putting the brakes on for you because <laughs> you're like a steam train to hell, you know. And it was on that bathroom floor. I remember my you know, my cheek up against the cold tile floor. And I was like, God, don't let me die. Mm -hmm. And I hadn't cried out like that in a long time. And I didn't die. So I knew that once I dusted myself off and got up, that how dare I not try and seek what my purpose is on on this earth? Mm -hmm. Because I'm here 
And my testimony, my life, my experiences, I've got to be able to help even just one woman. Mm -hmm. So it's, you know, to me, I'm so grateful for that rock bottom moment, Mm -hmm. that bathroom floor in West Hollywood. And I think the tile was pink, you know, the the (laughs) bathrooms, those like 1930s apartments. Mm -hmm. It was like pastel, you know. You remember a lot of detail for somebody that wasn't in a good state of mind. (laughs) No, I wish I remembered more like the date. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I remember a time frame and I was coming off of a TV show. And so it was beautiful because a friend of mine actually had a bir- big birthday mm-hmm. about two months after that happened, had plenty of money in the bank, came for her birthday, and I stayed in Dallas for six months and sobered up and put myself through what I call my self-imposed rehab. Mm-hmm. I got a book at Goodwill, the AA book, uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, mm-hmm. put myself through it, God and me, marinated and faced everything finally. And uh, yeah, it's just been amazing from there. That's so great. And Relearn that's, life. That's yeah. really what led you to start your YouTube channel, yeah. Sanctuary of Style, right? Yes. Yes. So in LA, we're all trying to look our best, feel our best. We're competing against everyone, mainly ourselves. Like still today, it's always us trying to become our highest self, right? Mm-hmm. Be the best that we can be. So in the modeling, people always ask me, how do you put your outfit together? Your skin is so amazing. What skincare do you use? And all this kind of stuff. And I love sharing everything. You know, some women are like, well, I'm not giving you my secrets. I'm not <laughs> spilling my tea. Right. Yeah. And right. I loved it. I loved sharing. And then I married a musician. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't shopping at Fred's Eagle anymore. <laughs> yeah. I was, you know what I mean? I had to learn how to keep up my fabulosity on a very tight budget. Well, and, and that's what yeah. makes it interesting because I always feel that I have to say this. I love style. I worked at Style Network too. You I know, know we got to bring it back. We have to bring it back. We're yeah. big fans of that. But to me, what really makes a person a person of style is if they can put something together on a budget. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. really, you know, it's pretty easy to walk into the Gucci store and have somebody completely dress you head to toe. Right. And, and it still doesn't mean you have style. It you doesn't. have a $5,000 outfit Correct. on. It's exactly. Still, yeah. You know what I'm saying? With a big lion on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, as I did that, I realized I loved helping women. I loved, and I always did from childhood. I always took in the, my, all my girlfriends when I was little, they were, they were, uh, they didn't know, have relationships with their fathers. So it was like, come to church camp with us, come to church with us. And, and have a family atmosphere. So I did that all. It was just in my nature. So with style and makeup and all the things that I love, I just thought, okay, this YouTube craze was starting. How do I, and I was a TV host. Mm -hmm. So how do I marry this love of helping women through beauty and style with TV hosting? You should see my first YouTube videos were hilarious. (laughs) Hilarious. Yeah. Like to laugh. At you or with you? Yeah. <laughs> with me. Yeah. And on my Blackberry at the time. Okay. I filmed Blackberry. 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 Yeah. So speaking of YouTube channel, Tiffany, what are you working on right now? Well, when I moved to Dallas, I never thought of myself as a coach or a teacher, although you know, they say go back to what you were or what you wanted to be when you're eight years old. I wanted to be the teacher with all my cousins and and I had to I play school with my cousins and I had to be the teacher. So it's beautiful now that I'm able to do that. When I moved to Dallas, people asked me constantly, how did you start your YouTube channel? How did you get into TV hosting? There's not a lot of resources here in Dallas for classes on that. So I remember my first client was a woman who had a dream of being on QVC. And she wanted to get back into acting and things. She had been a stay-at-home mom for a while. And I loved it. Mm-hmm. I actually got her to Pennsylvania. And, you know, she could. She, you have to move there. So she wasn't ready to move there. But she did so well. She went all the way to the end of auditions. And I thought, this is really fun. And it's a way for me to use all this, like, 30 years of experience. I can't believe that. 30 years of experience on camera 
to help other people fulfill their dreams and start a YouTube channel, share a message. So then I started a TV hosting workshop with men and women. And in that, I realized as a new blossoming entrepreneur, when a woman starts a business or a passion project, it comes from a very special place. And so a lot of the women would get really teary-eyed when I would have them speak about what their life's mission was. And the men were like, okay, I'm uncomfortable in here. <laughs> and so as it went on, I noticed a few and few fewer men were signing up for it until I really announced this is for women only. So I actually started backwards. Most coaches start coaching one-on-one and then build up to larger groups. I actually did the groups first, and then that made me realize, wow, you know, I'm actually a great coach. I do one-on-one now. But to leverage that, doing the live workshops are great. I'm starting to do them in California. But as I would market them, everyone around the world was like, when are you coming to Australia? When are you coming to Dubai? Mm-hmm. When are you coming to all these places? And I was like, well, I need to clone myself and get it, my, you know, Tiffany 2.0, and I can't do that. So I really was convicted to do the online course, which is, online courses are huge now, mm-hmm. and you can go on, learn in your sweats, in your top knot, on your laptop, in bed, go back to it, pause it, all that. And so last summer, it was my big project. It was an undertaking, but I did. I put all the nuggets of wisdom from over 20 years as a TV host in, in LA and then starting a YouTube channel and what that takes when you're really sharing a message is totally different than being given a script. Right. So just knowing your big why, why are you doing, why are you building a YouTube channel? A lot of people want to start it because it's the it thing to do right. or like with podcasts. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, why are you doing it? Because it's too hard. You know what I mean? Like, when I started Sanctuary of Style, I had no idea everything that it took, the blood, sweat, and tears to keep a YouTube channel going. Sure. But yeah. I'd made a commitment to these women. So that's part of your brand is that that's a promise you're making. Well, because you, you have to keep a, the programming. You it, do. It's, it's kind of like you're the exec producer. So exactly. you better have 22 episodes. You better exactly. have enough for everybody to watch. Yeah. That's really interesting. I love that you approach this from an inside and outside perspective. It Thank seems you for me, noticing that. Yeah, yeah, that you really address the whole person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I think at this point in my life, 29, you know, and holding, <laughs> I, you know, the experience, and we all know as we grow and evolve as women that if, you know, for a long time, I was validated with my looks as a mm-hmm. model. And I had a lot of pain, a lot of low self-esteem, shame-based, fear-based just existence. So I was just seeking for outward validation, until you sit and learn to love yourself. And and everything that comes out of that is so beautiful. And that's how we're supposed to live. Yes. You know, and we're miserable. We're miserable if we don't. So my coaching is really a holistic approach. So your online sure. course is called Rock the Camera, which, of course, mm-hmm. I love because you and I are fellow rocker chicks. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a great course, guys. I've actually been taking it. And she gives a lot of wonderful nuggets. Even if you're not wanting to be in front of the camera, if you're having problem with public speaking, mm-hmm. things like that, she is really, really helpful about that and growing your confidence. Well, just in expressing yourself in general. Mm-hmm. So guys, like I said, I highly recommend her Rock the Camera online course. Course, and she's offering us $50 off with the keyword bubble 50. And you can find her at tiffanyhendra.com. And as always, we'll put this on our website. I've had my little experience with the housewives. And I just was curious about your experience because you had 
a big one, and uh, you were on the yeah. show for a year, <laughs> and I'd love to hear about it because there's a lot say, of acting going on there. Yes, a lot, but a, a lot of it is real. Yeah, a lot of it is very real, especially season one. Mm-hmm. And I'm now at this place of real gratitude for that experience. I was very ticked off, disgruntled, like, what the heck am I doing? Uh, made made myself physically ill because I was drinking every day. Most stressful thing I'd ever done. Mm-hmm. Crazy to move out of Hollywood after all the TV shows I'd done and move to Dallas and six months later book the biggest show of my whole career was crazy. Uh, yes. So in a real place of gratitude now because I wouldn't be the woman I am today and all the growth. You go through the struggle. You become really strong. Mm-hmm. The struggle makes you strong. So, yeah, that was crazy town because we – Audition. Leanne had sent me an email and she said, hey, this email's going around. It sounds like something perfect for us. Let's audition together. And the email sounded great. It sounded like something we would absolutely want to do. You know, girl power, entrepreneurs, make time for girl time and all of that kind of stuff. So I don't know if y'all know this, but we weren't named Housewives until we finished Season one, we yeah, completely. Know that. You guys yes. thought you it were was doing a, different a completely show. different show, yes. right? Yes. yes. So it, originally, it was just a working title, mm-hmm. and then they decided uh, because it was so charity driven. Remember how charity driven yes. it was? We were going to be the first iteration of Ladies of, like Ladies of London. We were going to be Ladies of Dallas. Okay. And still, I'm not stupid. I used to live around the corner from Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. Mm-hmm. I know I'm friends with Camille Grammer. I know some of the OC chicks. Mm-hmm. I lived in LA. Yeah. So I knew signing up for Bravo that there was going to be, but honestly, we didn't have any idea that it was going to be Housewives. Yeah. So crazy experience. It really did solidify the fact. And when you get contrast, you have women that are really envious of each other, backstabbing and all of that, that the purpose that I have to empower women to collaborate instead of compete, to lift one another up instead of throw each other under the bus. Mm-hmm. It, it just made that even stronger for me. And tell me, why did you end up leaving the show? Because I got physically ill mm-hmm. and exactly what I just said. I thought this is not in alignment with my purpose. Was it because your entire life was on display? Was it, no, was no, it no, that no, 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 because that? I'm an open book. If you watch my Instagram, yes, I'm like, very I'm open. very transparent. Because the, the stress? Just, it, oh, yeah, it was a lot of stress yeah. where you're waking up at 3 o'clock in the morning saying, oh, my gosh, did she say this? And you're getting texts. And I know now they they can't text each other and and all of that, but you know, and especially Leanne and I, we would bounce back and forth on stuff. And it was by the time we got on camera, they're like, "Stop talking on camera, off camera, save <laughs> oh, it <yeah>. for camera." <laughs> oh, you know gosh. what I mean? So yeah. it, it was just for me and my spirit and my makeup and the way that I live my life after all of the drug abuse and everything that I went through. I thought this just isn't alignment with who I am. Mm-hmm. It just so- isn't. Okay, we need to take a quick break, but after the break, I want to hear about you calling out Andy Cohen. Will you tell us that story? Uh, Yeah. Juicy. We'll be right back after this short break. Martha and I would like to personally thank all of the fans of the Bubble Lounge podcast. We truly appreciate the feedback people like Sherry and Kathy and so many others have given to us. Your support encourages us week after week to keep the Bubble Lounge podcast going. It is women like you that make our community special. And if you enjoy this show, please help us spread the word on social media. Whether you use Facebook or Nextdoor Instagram, please take a moment and share it with your friends. Your help means a lot to us. So many women in the neighborhood have told us how much they have enjoyed this podcast. And with your help, we can share the show with many more. 
Welcome back from the break. When we left a minute ago, we were talking about how Tiffany called out Andy Cohen about pitting women against each other and making the show a negative experience for everyone. Tell us about that. Yeah, you're now my new hero. Tell us about I it. Know, I know. I, I don't know what happened to me that day. I was overtaken by some alien person. <laughs> the horse took over. <laughs> well, and this was a, you're, you're referencing a Facebook post, a very long rant that uh-huh. I did on my personal Facebook. Uh-huh. Page and it got picked up. So I was hoping that it would stay personal. (laughs) But what was happening was I was starting to hear from the cat. So the casting directors do go to Facebook. They want to see if women who you know if they they really want to be connected. They want women Mm -hmm. that are connected. So the best place to go because all women in our age range live on Facebook and they Mm -hmm. show their friends and all the photos and their exotic vacations. So what I was noticing was women that I knew and I'd heard through the grapevine that they really wanted to do the show. They wanted to audition and they were completely being inauthentic. They had lost 20 pounds or doing all these sexy photos. And I was like, every time I got on Facebook, I was seeing these photos of these women really trying to put themselves out there, which Mm -hmm. I I love, put yourself out there, but it was not for, you know, the right reasons. So then I'm hearing from casting and castings kind of chippering to each other and the other women, they're already telling each other to casting. So-and-so's boring. So-and-so's boring and all this kind of stuff. And it just, frankly, pissed me off. You know what I mean? I got to that point where it's like, before you ladies are even auditioning, you're bad-mouthing each other to casting. You're trying to over-glamorize your Facebook page and look like somebody you're not. And it just literally pissed me off because I had just gone through this experience. (laughs) And so I said... What you are all doing, if you only knew and took a second to really look at your family, because if you have one little crack in your marriage, think about it. Most, 99% of New York is divorced. A lot of OC women have gotten divorced. If you have one little crack in your marriage, they will find it and they will exploit it. Exploit it, sure. Yes. And that's part of the program. So this is what you're signing up for. And here you are already bad-mouthing one another to try to to gain positioning mm-hmm. in and you know the favor of the casting director and I didn't like it so yes I said listen Andy is just concerned about his next piece of New York real estate he doesn't really care about the women and look I ma- I met Andy we did the reunion all of that he's a super nice guy he's got great energy but I just didn't like what I was seeing and so I had to just put it out there look you think this is going to be this glamorous thing just know what you're getting yourself into well two things I have to say I don't know if a lot of people realize this but do you realize that Andy Cohen was an executive who made himself a host Oh, absolutely. Yeah, because I used to go pitch. I, I pitched there, and they're like, Andy's going to host it. I was like, what? The, the executive's going to host the show? No, he's yeah. one that came up with, because uh, OC was the first franchise. Mm-hmm. And no, he was pivotal in creating that. He was. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But I just thought it was funny. I've never seen that before, and I've never seen it since, where somebody who was in charge of programming mm-hmm. became the host. Mm-hmm. And he still has a big say. Yeah. He still has a very big say on and everything. So I did. I I threw it all. I vomited. I <laughs> you know I was in a very unhealthy state emotionally. I was very broken down. Again, so glad it happened because you know like the phoenix rising, mm-hmm. I've I've come up stronger and have gained a lot of experience. But I, I didn't like seeing what I was seeing on Facebook and hearing through the grapevine and all the chatter and women already cutting each other down. Just to get on the show. Well, tell us about the inception of the show because um, 
I understand that it wasn't a Housewives franchise initially. Correct. Right? But you were friends with Leanne Mm -hmm. for years. Mm -hmm. Tell us about that. So, yeah, Leanne and I moved to Dallas in 94 together. I Uh mean, she drove the U-Haul. We've known each other since I was 16. We're both from Houston. So when we, when my husband decided, I, I couldn't believe he was like, let's move to Dallas. I've been praying about it and I feel like it's time to take you home. I was getting really tired of LA and the hustle. Yeah. So I moved here and of course my two best friends live here. And about five or six months after moving here, Leanne was like, you know what? There's this email going around and I just think, I, you know, I think it would be great for us to audition together. It was from casting and the description did. It sounded exactly up our alley. Women that are, you know, girl oriented, make time for girl time, love to vacation, philanthropic empowerment, right? Right. So yeah, long story short, we're screen testing after a lot of, a lot of, background checks and screen testing, never once, and I'm not even kidding, not once was it ever mentioned, even possibly Real Housewives. Wow. Yeah. Not even once. Surprise. I had heard yeah. that from Deandra. I had heard that it was not, It was initially something else mm-hmm. and from Kim Gatlin and different people that yeah. I know in the hood and people we've interviewed. Yeah. So uh, it was a working so title. It was a working title. Yeah. And as we're filming, and if you remember, season one was very charity dri- driven. Yeah. The focus was heavy on charity. So uh, they decided we were going to be the first iteration of Ladies of London, the popular show they had that Bravo had in London. And we were going to be Ladies of Dallas. And it was all about social climbing, charity, all of that. And then about two months after we wrapped, I'll never forget, I was at my first Texas Rangers game in a box with my friends. And our executive producers called me. And it was like 9 o'clock at night on like a weekend night. And I'm like, what in the world is Rich By calling me at this hour? And he was like, um, you guys are housewives. I'm like, excuse me? He was like, <laughs> I don't, I, you cannot say this in front of all your friends there. So I walked outside of the, of the box. I'm like, excuse me? I was like, I was like, scream. I was scream whispering. I was like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? Rap. I mean, never even in, in Leanne and I never in a million years even thought about it. And I used to live around the corner from Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant. Yeah. I know the franchise. I'm friends with Kil- Camille Grammer. I did a show with her and Kelsey when they were married. And yeah, so big surprise. Yeah. Huge surprise. Life in that moment at the Texas Rangers game changed forever. And then you and Leanne have been good friends for a mm-hmm. long time, but there was a lot of drama that happened that you, you've been good friends. Oh, yeah. Like I almost like kicked her ass on the, almost yeah, kicked her ass on the side of the road. And then, yeah. So you yeah. told me that you were gonna be, you're going to have some cameos in season four and you're co-hosting yeah, her so this ties, bachelorette party. Yeah. So this ties into Andy Cohen. Uh-huh. So I had been praying about it knowing that, you know, Leanne and I have been friends for 30 years. I've watched her go through great relationships. We both have. It's like we've picked each other up from bad breakups. One time I had lost, I mean, I was like emaciated from a breakup and she's like spoon feeding me. We've been there for each other mm-hmm. through. So for Leanne to be getting married, uh, it was a huge thing for me. So I'd started praying about it and I thought, you know, I'm at this place of healing and real gratitude to Bravo. And the day that all the girls were flying to L.A. for his baby shower, I was also flying to Newport for a speaking engagement. And I really felt impressed in my heart to reach out to Andy. The only way I knew – the man lives on social media. He loves Instagram and Twitter. I thought, okay, by chance he might read this, but at least I put it out there. Energetically, I'm clear. But I sent him a note on Instagram, and I said, "I, you know, congratulations on becoming a daddy. You're going to be a great daddy, and I just want you to know I drank a lot of Fireball (laughs) in season one, and, you know, I abused alcohol a lot, and I was very hurt, and I want to apologize for the very disgruntled 
Facebook because he did respond to the Dallas Observer. So I knew that he knew about it. And I said, you know, I've come to a real great place of healing and gratitude. And I just want to express this. You may never read this, but I have to say it because I would not be the woman I am today without that experience. And he responded, which I couldn't believe because he's dancing on tables with Lisa Renna. If you've seen the, <laughs> yes. the baby shower photos. We've seen that. But it just, it, it was such a piece in my heart because I thought, I don't want anything to prevent me from being part of Leanne's wedding. If she asked me to participate in any of the activities, whether I'm on camera or not, I don't really care. Right. But I've got to be, be there for my girlfriend. But you know? we just sort of, we kind of, glossed over something. I want to hear about the two of you beating each other up. Oh. <laughs> so as you know, they love to give the ladies lots of champagne and, and alcohol. You see that on the shows. And you kind of want to drink because it gives you liquid courage anyway. Let's be real. And so we, you know, getting tired, all of the drama with Marie that I was dealing with, not knowing I had, I had come to this real Zen place, all the women that I had, had, you know, hung out with in LA, we had a spiritual group, we would pray together and go hiking together and go get drink green juice together and, you know, live a healthy lifestyle coming here and being in the middle of drama that I, I mean, to a level that I had never experienced you're at your wits end. You're exhausted. You're sleep deprived because you wake up at three in the morning going, did she really say that about me? You know what I mean? How, how, what did that text mean? You know, everything's always taken out of context. And yeah. and so you're just like a crazy lady and exhausted. Mm-hmm. And then you throw alcohol on top of that. And it's a perfect it's just storm. A recipe for it death. is. <laughs> yes. So we're at this event and Brandy attacked Leanne, and it just became just like wildfire. It was just like explosion. And Leanne stormed out. And, of course, I'm going to go after her, and no one else was. No one was concerned with her. She's tromping down the side of the road, and we're in downtown Dallas, and she flipped me off. I'm like, Leanne, stop. Let's talk about this. She flipped me off, and when she flipped me off like this as she's walking, and I'm behind (laughs) her. And I just was like, oh, no, ma'am. Because no. I can take a lot, but I'm I'm also letting me take my hoops off if you push me it's too ready hard. ready to go down. And when it's your best friend and you're like sisters, you know, sisters fight the hardest and they love and make up the hardest. Of and course. that's Leanne. We have always been like that because we're both very fiery, spirited women, but we're also very loving, nurturing women. So, yeah. I I just, I had to finally give her peace of my mind (laughs) and tell her, you know, but all in all, it was beautiful for our relationship because as you know, communication is the most important. Of course. And it's always fun to see a little drama. Always. (laughs) Well, Tiffany, thank you so much for being on our show today. Thank you for having me. This was fun. I could do this all day long. (laughs) We'll definitely have to do it again. Yes. Yes. So going back to Rock the Camera, she is offering our listeners $50 off of her Rock the Camera online course. And you can get that by plugging in keyword bubble 50. And you can go to tiffanyhinder.com to find that. Yes. Thank you so much. Great. Thank Um, you. And that's been our show today. Thank you so much for being on. Um, Tiffany Hunter, you've been a great guest. Thank you. I'm Nellie Shudo. And I'm Martha Jackson. And this has been The Bubble Lounge. We'll catch you next time. 